Hello, welcome everyone to Mindful Manifesting, show number 21, Who Would You Be Without Worry? Overcoming the Perception Deception. In this show, I'm going to reveal a way to rewrite history so that you can rise above failure and disappointment and soar to success. Welcome. A little bit about why School of Self-Revolution exists. My name is Ariana Rollins, founder of School of Self-Revolution. We've been educated out of trusting ourselves and knowing what's right for us. We're trained to listen and comply with authority figures. It started when we were children. We listened to our parents. We had to for survival. Then we went to school, listened to teachers to get good grades, or our parents would be upset. Are you seeing the trend? Now, there's nothing wrong with listening to all this counsel if it's aligned with truth and your true self. We're gifted with this reasoning mind and intuition to enable us to connect with higher wisdom and to use life experience to help us get that higher wisdom into our physical reality so we have a life that we desire. Well, with all that good counsel, by the time most of us were in our mid-20s, we might have lost sight of what it is we wanted, what it is we came here to experience, and we might be living someone else's dreams. So my desire in these shows and in all that we do in the School of Self-Revolution is to awaken and empower you to this fact and to be able to do something about it. While we're waiting for others to join the show, please get a pencil, pen, and paper to get ready for the interactive part. Let's get started, shall we? Do you question your thoughts or feelings, or do you assume all your perceptions are real and true? Sometimes it's hard to tell, especially if it feels like this thought or feeling is coming from inside of you. But with all the worries and concerns and all the changes going on in the planet, you don't know. Maybe you've picked up another person's fear or worry, and it's tumbling around inside of you, and it's creating pressure, anxiety, or maybe it is something you really need to solve, but you don't have the insight or the capacity, and that what you're looking for is a solution, but it's not in the way you're think it's going to happen. Now, what can happen with our perceptions and and experiences? Now, some have been fantastic, and you want more of them, but some experiences and some history may have been filled with loss, anger, fear, frustration. Can you guess which experiences the worry mind will expect will happen? Obviously, it's going to help try to protect you from a negative experience. It doesn't want you to have that again. So it will start to shut things down and keep you in a state of mind, ever worrying about it and always on the outlook for, oh, it could happen again. I'd like to share a quick story. This morning after meditation, I felt this indescribable quality of joy present. Now, I'm not used to feeling joy for no reason. Sometimes it happens, but it's not all the time. But, you know, this morning was different. It was bigger. It was more profound, like a sense of being in the wash of a cleansing crystal clear waterfall, which carried this feeling in it, like everything's all right. Everything's going to be all right. As I made my tea and I puttered around the house, In the darkness of the early morning, this feeling just kept getting bigger and bigger. More joy, more love, 
and more compassion, not just for the outside world, for myself. And yet I still didn't have a word for the experience. What happened? I kept asking. Then it dawned on me. Coincidentally, it was as the sky was lighting up in the morning and so all these beautiful hues of pink and blue were out there. What came to me is I had released fear. What a perfect moment for this to happen. Just as we are about to enter into this subject of the show, who would you be without worry? Think about it. Isn't worry just another word for fear? Fear of what may happen or residual fear of what has happened or could happen again, which says we've got to prepare for it. On the one hand, there's really nothing wrong with worry as it is. But when we accept, expect worry to solve a problem, that's when it becomes an issue because worry can't solve our problems. I'll explain what worry is according to the Oxford Dictionary, that is. Worry as a verb is to give way to anxiety or unease, to allow one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles, or as a noun, a state of anxiety and uncertainty over actual or potential problems. Well, dwelling on difficulty or troubles, you can see it really is an attempt to solve a problem. You'd probably agree. Now, we've been trained to believe that dwelling on a problem will bring a solution. But in my experience, that doesn't work. It just creates more anxiety and uncertainty about potential problems, like more worry gets more worry. Can you relate? I recall times in my life when I thought that maintaining worry about money would keep me from spending my nest egg that I got when the divorce happened. What I discovered was that getting myself in this tizzy, this swirling fear, and then bringing others inside my worry about money, even though at that point I still had plenty of money in the bank, I learned that holding in my consciousness the concern about lack of money was exactly what I got. This preoccupation about money didn't do what I'd hoped it would do. It didn't focus my mind to be able to make more money. I literally, with that state of mind, spent my entire nest egg and then went into massive debt. So that's my story of how ineffective worry was for me. How about you? Do you have a story where you noticed worrying actually got you what you didn't want? If so, I don't want that for you. So let's talk about what does solve problems. It isn't our thinking mind. It is far deeper. It is where we rarely look. It's in our intuitive, creative mind. Our creative mind draws on unlimited potential tapping us into a form of energy that if we could see it would be faster than the speed of light. It would leap buildings in a single bound. Kind of sounds like the Superman commercial, doesn't it? And while Superman is a cartoon character, your creative life force is not. It's real. It's true. And I know you've already had experiences of it. We all did as children. Some lucky adults remain in connection with this creative life flow, but many were overly influenced by the outside world, having to prove their intuitive insights. And they'd have to try to prove it to other people. Maybe someone would say, what book did that come from? And then creates a pressure 
to deliver a credible source that someone's more informed than your intuitive creative mind is. Imagine that damage it did to you to not trust your intuition. What's the damage it did to humanity? Well, it forced us to rely on books and authority figures rather than our own creativity, our own problem-solving mechanisms. Now, here's the thing. We can't prove intuition. You can't prove creativity. Creativity and intuition is demonstrated. Your intuitive insights give you guidance, which when you listen to them and put them into action, gives you the results, the proof, so to speak. Then means others can watch it. You're demonstrating when you put it into actions. But it doesn't happen before. We can't prove intuition. We can only demonstrate the results of intuition. So here is the rub, so to speak. Here's a common scenario. You, you get an intuitive insight. How to solve a problem. You can take immediate action, then problem solved. But often we ignore it, don't we? Or worse yet, we talk to someone else about our insight and they discount it, put it down, giving us all the reasons why it's not going to work, infusing us with self-doubt. We just had the solution to our problem at the tips of our fingers. All we had to do was take action on it, put it into motion, but we didn't. Instead, we talked ourselves out of trying it. So now what do we have? What are we left with to solve the problem? Well, here is where worry comes in. You know there's a problem that needs to be solved, and you don't want to bury your head in the sand and ignore it. You don't want to appear to be irresponsible by not addressing it, so you think about it. You think about it some more. You keep it front and center in your mind. You toss it around in your head, looking at it this way and that. You talk to others about the problem, thinking they might fix it for you, or at least they've got an idea how to fix it. And now the problem has two people thinking about it and worrying about it, making the problem even bigger than it was before. Funny, right? Well, not so funny when we're in the middle of it. I know that. So the next time you talk to your spouse, your friend, your family, the first words out of their mouth, because that was the last conversation you have with them, how is that problem going? Did you solve it? Can you see that doesn't work? Because the problem we've just now shared in an attempt to get it solved, but it can't be solved that way. Yeah, sometimes there are people who have access to their creative mind and they can give you an idea, but it's still down to you to implement it. So what can be done? How to solve problems without worry? We all have to solve problems. We live on planet Earth right now, and we can't all move to a mountaintop monastery and be taken care of. Here's a way I found that worked for me to disconnect from worry. And we can then step into an effective problem-solving method. The way to disconnect from worry is what you do is you record what's going on right now in this moment. You write it down on a piece of paper. What are you feeling? What are you seeing? What's in your environment? Get it out of your head. And you've written it down on a piece of paper. And you can promise yourself that when you have the time and capacity to solve that problem, you pick that paper up. That's one way, at least to get it out of your head. Now, 
when you get it out of your head, if it feels like absolute nonsense that you've written down, maybe there's fear in there, complaining or anger or blaming, rip it up, burn it, flush it down the toilet, get rid of it. That's one way to quickly disconnect from that worry mind and get out of the anxiety mode like the hamster wheel of just spinning something around your mind over and over and over again. To give you a, a, like just a funny story of how masterful I was at worrying, is I rem- recall many times where I'd be watching a movie with a loved one and I'd be compelled to stop the DVD to talk about the problem. Or I'd be sleeping peacefully, then I'd wake up with the worry on my mind and I'd wake up my partner at 3 a.m. and say, Honey, this is worrying me. Can we talk about it? Or if no one wanted to hear my worries any longer, I'd record it in a journal so I would make sure I wouldn't forget about it. I thought the journal would give me the solution. Yeah, right, huh? I'd worry about giving a presentation that I had to give. Sometimes it would take weeks, burn up weeks and days of my energy and taking me out of the present moment. All the time I lost with loved ones, like with my son, when he'd be in a playful mode, I'd be worrying about life and he'd be present in the moment. Now when I've got a presentation or something to do, I I actually ask my creative mind to deliver it to me. So, what was it, two days ago, I sent this email out about what this talk was going to be about on the radio show, and I didn't have, all I had was a subject. I didn't have the content of the talk. Well, it delivered to me the content about, what, two hours before the show today. All I did was get a paper and pen, and I wrote out the presentation. So, back to the important question. Who would you be without worry? What would be possible for you without worry? Let's do an exercise, shall we? If you have access to paper and pen, I'm going to walk, walk you through a quick exercise where you're going to write down what life would be like without worry. But to get you started, let's center and focus ourselves with a grounding meditation. It'll take about two minutes, but please don't do this if you're driving. You can listen to the replay if you're listening to the show live, or you can... Pause it and get back to it when you're in front of your computer. Okay. So now, I'd like you to sit back comfortably in your chair. Put your feet flat on the floor. Close your eyes. Give yourself permission to just disconnect from the outside world and the inner world of worry for just a moment. Just let it all go. Take a deep breath in of peace and calming energy. And exhale out the earlier part of your day. Now picture yourself in a beautiful nature scene. Maybe you're at the mountains or you're at the seaside and you're breathing in that high-quality air and you're looking at all the nature and you're feeling the warmth of the sun on your skin, all is well. Imagine yourself here, and I'd like you to breathe in that high-quality air. Exhale out the earlier part of the radio show and just let it all go. Be very present right now. Bring your awareness to your feet flat on the floor and imagine out of the bottom of your feet your own unique deep broad roots. 
And imagine following those unique deep broad roots all the way, all the way to the center of the earth. And imaginarily plant one of those roots in that circle of light in the center of the earth. Grounding you, signifying you are there. Allow any tenseness, any resistance, any against this that you might be holding in your body. Allow it to flow down, 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 out your feet into the soil of the earth below. You might feel a bit of tingling as that resistance leaves your body. Good. Bring your awareness to the center of your chest, right above your heart. And imagine that when you ask a question of that area of your body, you can get an answer. And it could come in the form of words or an image or a feeling in your body or simply an intuitive insight. That's what I usually get. So the question's going to be, please show me a memory where I felt relaxed, fulfilled, peaceful, maybe even loved. Now, the memory may pop up immediately, or you might not get anything, and that's okay. It takes a little practice. If you get a memory right away, wonderful. I'd like you to imagine you could ask that a question in that area right around your chest again and say, true self, the part of me that's my essential nature, the part of me that I was born with, who I really am and knows what's for my highest and best good. Were you present in that memory? You'll usually always get an instant yes because the true self creates those joyful memories. And then you could ask, was I aware of your presence? Now that takes training. Sometimes we are, sometimes we aren't. Great. Now I'd like you to open your eyes when you're ready and take that piece of paper and I'd like you to start writing. I'll give you about a minute to write, and I'll be quiet. And I'd like you to write down, remembering back to a time in your life where life was beautifully going well. There was no worry. Your needs were taken care of. Where were you? Who were you with? What was going on in your life? What were you like? That's who you will be without worry. Write that down. I'll be quiet. Keep writing. What would you be like without worry? What would life be like without worry? And if you've already experienced it, you know you can experience it again. You can add more to this paper, but I would like to give you the next step here. So I'd like you just to scan through what you wrote. Is it desirable? 
would you like to have those carefree feelings again to be that present, to be that worry-free? Now, I'm not implying there's anything that I can do or the School of Self-Revolution can do that's an instant fix or quick solve, but I can say it's doable and it's absolutely possible to discover who you are without worry, who you can be and what's possible in your life without worry. I've done it. I can show you and guide you how to do it, and I've shown other people how to do it quite successfully to disconnect from any pain and suffering and worry mind. And most importantly is to solve problems from that creative, intuitive mind, which means you are achieving goals and objectives naturally. Almost it feels like without effort because the ideas come, you write them down or you immediately act on them. You're like, wow, that was great. And you've just solved another problem and another one and another one and another one. And you're in this flow, which I would call your true self flow, your nature, your beingness. And disconnected from that worry mind, that thinking mind that has us all convinced that that's how to live life and that it could help us out of the problems we're in. It can't. It couldn't help us get out of a paper bag. It just keeps us in that state of anxiety. So as we wrap up, if this subject resonated with you, And if you'd like to get started disconnecting from worry and claiming your more peaceful, productive, joyful self, here's an excellent first step. And it's how I got started. Now, by the way, this also gives you a very effective problem-solving tool to get things accomplished. That's how all our programs are designed. You set a wish, an, an intention, a desire, And that becomes the driving force. That becomes the light at the end of the tunnel because we know we're going to solve a problem, whether it is about uh, attracting more money to your life or whether it is about uh, overcoming a health challenge or getting to your ideal weight or it is attracting new love into your life or being a better communicator with your child, improving a relationship, whatever it is. Those are all wonderful objectives or goals or wishes and desires. And we start with that. And then we noticed, wow, we start to get these little mini results. Wow, there's something else helping me here. Great. Must be my creative intuition or my true self is giving me this guidance. And as you start to listen and follow, you create a wonderful feedback loop. You start trusting yourself more and more gets more, more intuition and more intuitive sights come and less worry. And it's that process, that joyful process of moving in inspired action, which I love. That's one of the wonderful benefits of disconnecting from the worry mind. So you can find a wonderful first step and it's called, I'm going to put it, go ahead and put it in the chat bar here, and I'll read it out too. So let's see. Okay, here we go. So this is a, a fabulous first step, and it's how I got started. It's http colon slash slash schoolofselfrevolution.com forward slash FMB, like Fast Money Book 101, dash master 
dash the dash basics. You can find that right in the uh, navigation bar when you go to School Self Self Revolution too. So now uh, we'll wrap up, and I'm leaving you all with love, light, and unbounded joy until we meet again. Who would you be without worry? Remember that. It's absolutely possible. You wrote it down. And that's your truth. Don't forget about it. I really enjoyed our time together. And as we wrap up, remember that life experiences might not be changeable, but our perceptions are. And it is our perception of what happened to us that creates our next future moment. Let's make it as positive and worthwhile as we can. Thanks for joining me.